If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to your Circle of Influence podcast. I am your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. We are so delighted that you are here. Once again, Amy and I are riffing. And this time, we are riffing on something that, for some people, can be a source of tension, only because, again, we have to go back to definitions and, and creating distinctions so that we know how to use it and how to move forward. And today we're talking about mass, balancing your masculine and feminine energies. Everybody insert the clutch of pearls and the gasp. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a loaded topic because a lot of times people think that when I'm talking about masculine, I'm saying be more manly. Or when I'm saying feminine, that I'm saying be more like a woman. And nothing could be further from the truth. Everybody has masculine and feminine energies. Just like you have when you are fully bodied, when you are fully abled, you have a left arm and a right arm. And in the same way, you have a right brain hemisphere and a left brain hemisphere. In the same way, you have masculine and feminine energies. They're, they're the white dot in the black spot of the yin-yang symbol and vice versa, right? And so I want to spend some time talking about what those mean and how they play out in the positive and in the negative so that you can interrupt yourself when, when you're going into the shadow of the masculine or the shadow of the feminine and how to use your feminine, uh, amplify your feminine because it's very useful in places where it's typically not celebrated in our culture. Right, Amy? Yeah. And I, I think that we need to distinguish gender and masculine feminine energies because I think kind of hit throughout history, the masculine energy was just associated with the feminine or sorry, with the masculine gender mm -hmm. and feminine energy was not acceptable in the masculine gender and vice versa. Yeah. And so if you think about it, I have to remind myself this sometimes when I get frustrated with, um, you know, men calling me honey in, or sweetheart or something and, and we're in a business meeting and I get like that makes me more mad than just about anything else also anybody calling me hun pretty much makes me want to punch you in the face just okay. so we're clear but when I have these moments where I get really like angry and frustrated with something that is very small mm -hmm. in reality I have to think about it and say okay really Women have only been occupying this spot as entrepreneurs, as CEOs, as business owners for like 50 years. You know, I mean, it's in the whole scheme of humanity. It's a very small space in which we've had access to all of these. And so it is 
often, and this is where I think when people talk about women being catty in business, what I think is happening is that we are showing up in a lot of masculine energy when we show up in our businesses. And we are now in this new phase where I feel like women entrepreneurs are going, no, 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 no. We don't have to, we want to be in business, but it doesn't mean we have to be like you guys in order to be in business. We can do this our own way. Mm -hmm. And when we show up in our feminine energy in entrepreneurship, you know, the feminine cultivates relationships. The, fem the feminine is what builds networks and support groups. And it's where we, um, we share and we nurture and we care. And so it's a, it's a very wonderful way to lead and to do business. But there are still moments where you are going to need to draw from that masculine strength. And so I think it's just a, it's a conversation that we, for me is very instructive. And when I look at this and I, I ask myself that question, you know, am I, where, how's my balance? Am I balanced between my masculine and feminine? How am I showing up right now? It's very instructive for me. Yeah. Well, and here's also where intersectionality is very important because for white women, it's been the last 50 years, but black and brown women have been working and in the workforce and being their own economic engine for centuries. Mm -hmm. many times without being able or having any kind of recourse about owning the work that you create, the intellectual property, the, the books you've yeah. written, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so, um, so the, the, the conversation about balancing your masculine and feminine energies for any human, whether you're, you know, feminine presenting or masculine presenting, um, has to be done in the context of what's the water that we're already swimming in that mm -hmm. there are some people who, who have been operating from the masculine for so long that sometimes, uh, and, and it's been a, a survival tool that yeah. to say, exercise more of your feminine feels like a threat to my very existence. Because we've not had the safety or the room to be able to relax on certain things. You know, people's lives sometimes have been at stake because of my vision. Yeah. You know what I mean? I completely see that. I don't want to say that I feel that and know exactly what that's like, but I will tell you that when I am needing to protect myself, um, I go to the masculine energy because the masculine energy defends, right? And it protects and it conquers. And I've had decades of my life where that whole decade was such a struggle that I was in the masculine energy the whole time. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's really hard to set that down when it's been your safety mechanism and you've relied on it. And especially if you're in a position where you still don't feel safe, like yeah. how do you then step into the feminine? Yeah. Um, but what I, what I know that I know that I know is that I, if I deprive myself of my feminine energy, I end up, that's what makes going to that place is what actually makes me feel safe. Like allowing myself to be nurtured, allowing myself to be cared for. Mm -hmm. That actually is what facilitates that feeling of safety. So it's like, I'm out there fighting the dragons and hunting the beasts mm -hmm. when what I really need is a hug and a cuddle, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about this from the perspective of energy, right? So mm -hmm. think about the human life cycle in, in the context of masculine and feminine. So the first thing that happens is that you have a masculine seed that fertilizes an egg, right? That's it. We're done with the masculine until- Monica, like I have to tell a hilarious story. It popped up in my Facebook memories. When my youngest was four, he was asking for us to buy him a girl baby. Oh. And my um, six-year-old said, 
you can't buy girls. They come from spies that come out of the dad's penis and that's how babies get made. <laughs> so then we had to have this conversation about how spies versus sperm and what was the difference. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. That just, just stories <laughs> <up> today. <laughs> Oh, let's talk about the spies. spies. In a a weird kind of way. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that story. Kids are the best. (laughs) Yes, they're they're really, you know, and a little child shall lead them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you think about a human life cycle, right? So the 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 masculine, the man's sperm fertilizes the feminine egg, and that's it. That's we're done with the masculine for at least nine months, 10 months, mm-hmm. right? Um, that period of cultivation, that period of gestation is exclusively the domain of the feminine. There's nothing that the man can do. And maybe he can get you some ice cream, he can rub your feet, et cetera, et cetera. But those are all external things, right? The real work is being done internally, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happens is that the, once the baby is born, it's still the domain of the feminine. You have to breastfeed them. They have to bond, skin to skin contact, et cetera, et cetera. And for maybe the first three, I would wager to say five years of a, of a child's life, it's all mama, 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 mama. Dad mm-hmm. doesn't even really get involved as a direct caregiver until the baby can speak, can walk, <laughs> can you know, hold a, a spoon, can, can speak for themselves, et cetera. Then the masculine starts getting involved once there's a certain level of self-sustainability. I'm mm-hmm. driving somewhere. This is, this is a business analogy. Stick with me, right? Once there's a, a level of self-sustainability, then you get masculine energy in it. Then it's the daddy-daughter dates. Then it's the teaching them how to tie a tie and, and throw a baseball and all those things that we associate with what fathers do. And then after that in my became, house it's um keeping their mom from killing the teenagers my husband is a teenage whisperer it's amazing every day that yes. bless bless Stephen. i love him <laughs> um so so then after that it becomes an integration of the mask of the mom energy and the dad energy which mm-hmm. is why it becomes such a huge gap um when you don't have a masculine presence in your growing up years or when you don't have a feminine presence in your growing up years because it's it's mm-hmm. kind of like trying to be right-handed when you don't have a right arm, right? Yeah. So in the same, that same thing happens with your business. When, you're, when you have the idea for a business, when you are wanting to start up, there's the seed that's planted, the idea, the pattern, the, the vision, et cetera. But everything else is an internal process. You've got to set up your pricing. You've got to set up your offer. You've got to set up the website. You've got to set up the social media. Da, da, da. There's like a level of creation that's all internally driven and even the marketing is based on when you're first starting out, nobody knows who you are. It's all based on relationship equity and word of mouth and referral, which is all relationship. And it's the, the realm of the feminine too. Eventually you become self-sustaining enough to where now the masculine external structures work, the, the advertising, the um, going out there and sponsoring events, the, you know, having um, somebody else uh, represent your company, hiring a team, et cetera, et cetera. When you understand that the same masculine and and feminine energies that build a human life also build any human creation, including a business, then you Mm -hmm. can kind of like do this dance of this is when I go internal, this is when I go external. And understand that none of that means that you're being more or less of a man. All you're doing is exercising which energy is the most useful at which time. Make sense? Yep. Yeah. And and knowing that you need to be able to flow from one to the other Mm -hmm. and that 
if you are spending too long in one and not the other, then you're not creating a balance that's productive and healthy for the company right. and for you personally. Yeah. And don't you find that even in throughout the year, there are some months that are internal and then mm -hmm. there are some months that are very external. It, that's yeah. seasonal, you know, that's kind of like the farmer's almanac, right? So there's a, a time to plant and a, a, a time to sow and a time to reap. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, and that's all masculine and feminine energy. Some of it is internal, some of it is external. So how do you balance that moving forward? So here's, here's some guidelines that I, that I would like to suggest. Okay. First, understand, first we have to operate from the point of view of this. We're talking about energies. We're not talking about gender, to your point, right? Yeah. Secondly, that there is a time and a place for it all. It's not like one is weak and one is strong. Mm -hmm. If you were to judge a man by his ability to bear children, he will forever be incompetent. Yep. And if you were to judge a woman by her ability to, you know, do push-ups or lift heavy things with her arms or whatever, then she will also be considered a weakling, right? And so we have to, uh, this, this goes back to the conversation about, uh, about operating from a place of strength. So when it is time to set up structure, to set up systems, to clarify things, to, to bring something into existence. That's an internal process. And that's why when you're, it's so hard sometimes when you're trying to build something and you go out and do this comparisonitis thing, like what's everybody else doing? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, there's a place for market research, but at the end of the day, you have to take the DNA of your masculine and feminine energy and build your baby, which in this case yeah. is, is your business. And then taking it, once you've once you've created that level of sustainability, you've clarified your offers, you've clarified your systems, your operations, you know who the, the foundational members of your team are, now it's time to be external. Now it's time to bring the daddy energy <laughs> and go outside and play ball. And when you understand what stage of growth you're in, then you know, okay, I got to dial it down on the masculine. I got to bring up the feminine. You know, one thing that I want to add to this too is that there are seasons in your business where yeah. you need to be in that masculine energy for a while that like go conquer. Mm -hmm. And if you stay in that 24 seven, it can affect your relationships as well because then you show up with like this go fight conquer energy in your marriage and as a parent. And when in reality, that may not be what your relationship is calling for right now. Mm -hmm. And so I found that being able to check in with myself and see where just a level of awareness, not like a right or wrong, but a level of awareness of, okay, where am I personally at right now? And what does it, what works best in this situation? You know, like there are times when as a mom, I'm totally in my masculine er energy because I'm getting everything organized and I'm getting everyone functioning where they need to function. And I am creating the well-oiled machine. And then there are other times where that is not what they need from me. They need some nurture. They need some care. They need that safe space to land where everything's going to just be okay. And, and that's what they're looking for is that, that safe, you know, like incubation space where they're not ready to do anything about it. They just need to come and process the thoughts mm -hmm. and what their dreams are and what their fears are. And they need a space to land. And so um, I do check-ins and like, okay, which, which energy am I in right now? And is this really where I need to be? Is this what is serving me the best? Um, I do sometimes though, like need some, 
need some more tools for how to shift. And so I'm curious if you have any tools for like shifting and balancing masculine and feminine energies or any things that you do. Oh, that's such a great question. That is so Because I will tell you some of the advice that I've gotten has never really like sat well with me. Like I've had people be like, just wear more dresses and, you know, wear necklaces <laughs> and jewelry. And I'm like, no, no, that does not do it for me. Or no. I, I like think there are certain things though, like, um, snuggling, like snuggling with my kids. I don't know. I do not know what I'll do when my youngest finally decides he's too big to snuggle, but that kind of helps me to balance out my energy because it slows me down and it like brings me to a nurturing place. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know that I have great tools there. Okay. So one of the things that you just mentioned, the reason why snuggling sometimes puts you in your, in your feminine is because it is an embodied practice. So anytime that you are ever in that the conceptual land in thinking land and strategy land, that's the masculine domain. Anytime mm -hmm. that you're in a body, in an embodied practice, such as snuggling or dancing or cleaning your house, all of those things are require a physical presence that, that is uniquely the domain of the feminine. And so that's why sometimes doing things like, oh, buy more pretty dresses. That's, that's kind of like putting lipstick on a pig. It's like, no, we're, just because you move the chairs around in the Titanic, it's still sinking. We're like, it uh -huh. can't be behavior modification. It's got to be deeper than that. And so one of the ways that I shift myself from masculine energy to feminine energy. Uh, like for example, my whole life, my whole business is about thinking. It's about communication. It's very heady, right? And so what I'll do is I'll have a pause and I'll go for a walk after the mm -hmm. work done, the work is done. Or I'll take a bath, Epsom salt bath or whatever. Or I'll just put on some music and I'll just dance and be like really cute with it too. Like don't dance like a frenetic crazy person. Dance like a sensual goddess. <laughs> You know, I don't know how to dance like a sensual goddess, but I rock goofy mom dances and I think that would work. But laughter and joy also puts you in your feminine, you know, it's pleasure. It's sensual. So I don't mean sensual like in a sexual way. I mean, sensual like in your senses, like mm -hmm. feel your body moving, see, observe what your arms are doing and so forth. You know, all of that is very sensual. Um, also eating with your fingers. I know that this is a big no-no in the Western culture and we've just come out of COVID and, and people are very sensitive about this kind of stuff. But there, a lot of indigenous cultures do this and it's highly intimate to not only feed yourself with your fingers, but to feed another human being with your fingers instead of utensils because it's, it's, a, it's human to human contact in that sense, right? Now, there's, there are people who are like, I have no trouble with the feminine. I'm trying to get myself to act. I'm trying to get myself into action, into my masculine energy. How do I do that? <laughs> right. And so the way to get yourself from that feminine part to the masculine part is to get clear about your results because feminine is about process and masculine is about outcomes. Right. Mm. And so sometimes we're so in love with the journey and we're just putting one foot in front of the other. That's very feminine. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, we have to cross a finish line. <laughs> Any yeah. right? Um, one of the ways that I have done this for myself is I have made a list of practices that I want to do every day. Like it doesn't have to be just your morning routines. It could be a practice like like what you said before in another episode of like I have to check in with my sales team. Mm -hmm. You know, so doing things like that, or um, did I did I write the content for my social media that I said I was going to do? It's like a yes or no question. It's not a what had happened was or let me tell you what I was yeah. thinking. It's you either got it done or you didn't. So when you get into that clear black and white 
um, you know, you achieved it or you didn't, then that's, that's an easy transition into the masculine. It's the, I call this the accomplishment list. And so when I need to foster more accomplishment, I start tracking all accomplishments so that it's priming my brain and my energy towards accomplishment, like completed, 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 you know, this is done, this is done, this is done. And like, this is a result I produce. This is a result I produce. Cause I'm looking for that evidence to move me in that direction that we are accomplishing and it feels good. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you something else about the masculine energy. This, this is probably reserved more for like one of these um, goddess retreats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we keep hinting at. Uh, but the masculine is not going to play a game that he cannot win. Just won't. That's why sometimes you see so much resignation from the masculine because like anything I say is going to be wrong. She's going to jump down my throat. So I might as well not say anything. And you're like, but, but, but she's, he's so emotionally unavailable. No, he's not. He's just scared. <laughs> um, and so you want to set yourself up for your own masculine energy. You want to set yourself up for a winnable game, you know, which is why those impossible endless to-do lists are set up for failure because you look at these 37 things and you're like, I can barely get three done. <laughs> you know, yes. this is a game you cannot win. So set yourself up to win. Okay. So I want to clarify one thing. When I say at my accomplishment list, it's not the to-do list. It's the things that I accomplish. I track them that I just did it without. So at the end of the day, I might have accomplished 37 things, but they were not on a to-do list. I'm just simply reminding myself that I am in the flow of accomplishment because I completely agree with you. Those huge long to-do lists are like so unhelpful. It's the retroactive, like here's what I accomplished today. Let's document what I accomplished. I never have more than six things on my to-do list. It's my rule. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good. I also do a time log because sometimes I don't know what I like, where the, where did the day go? What happened? <laughs> you know, one minute I, one, I blink and it's night and it's morning and then I blink again and all of a sudden the day's over. What happened? So mm-hmm. when I do my time log, I can see, um, oh, this project that I thought was only going to take 20 minutes, it actually took three hours. Mm-hmm. And it took three hours because X, Y, Z. And then I can, I know whether I have to automate some things or delegate it to somebody else or just trash it. Like sometimes the reason we took you three hours is because that's not your zone of genius, ma'am. Right. Shouldn't have been yeah. doing it. Shouldn't have been doing it in the first place. Right. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Well, I love this conversation because I think this is how we create sustainable productivity that there has to be seasons in the masculine there has to be seasons in the feminine and for us to be able to be happy while we do it we have to be able to stay personally balanced between the masculine and the feminine so i think it's a great conversation to have we'd love to hear from all of you what do you think do you have anything that you want to add to this conversation leave us a comment um we love reviews for the podcast and then we also love when you come over and join us in our private facebook group your circle of influence podcast where we can continue the conversation thanks so much for joining us everybody You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of influence. Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth and challenge your blind spots? That's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women. 
you are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration, and strategic relationships, go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles.